Monday, March 22nd, 2021, and I'm not sure how good the quality of this podcast in particular will come out because uh, there's a little action in the background if you're here. But I just wanted to read a quick message. This is from the British Medical Journal, bmj.com, uh, and uh, let's see what day this was released. It was published Mar- March 19th, 2021. And uh, it's a little news brief entitled, COVID-19, Stronger Warnings Are Needed to Curb Socializing After Vaccination, Say Doctors and Behavioral Scientists. And there might be another link here. Let me see if I can click on that and get in. This might just be the abstract. Nope, it's pretty much the same. Okay, so let's see. Michael Day. Author Affiliations, London. That's all I see here. And, um, all right. Experts have called for stronger health warnings for people being vaccinated against COVID-19 after observing a rise in infections shortly after vaccination, suggesting that many people are letting their guard down before the vaccine has taken effect. So that's, that's the excuse that they're using, um, that these people are letting their guard down that's the suggestion. It's not that the vaccine could possibly be causing the rise in infection. Absolutely not. Uh, The suggestion is that people are just letting their guard down. (laughs) Earlier this month, a study led by Public Health England of vaccination in the over 70s found a notable rise in COVID-19 infections in people immediately after they received the AstraZeneca vaccine. Now, I'm not sure If the AstraZeneca vaccine is also an mRNA vaccine, uh, the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna are both mRNA. And uh, let's see if I can find my bookmark because um, it says over 70s, that age group. And the issue, at least when it comes to the Pfizer, I'm not going to make any assumptions regarding the Moderna. I'm going to see if I can find the publication here and read it to you really quick if I can find it here we go it's physicians for informed consent so let me just jump to that really quick and read to you this statement published by physicians for informed consent unfortunately I got a truck passing here um so this is like a a statement they put out let's see if I can find out exactly when they published it um, or how often they update it. Mm, it could have been updated the latest in February of this year. Where I'm just looking at the citations, but we're just going to read this really quick. So this is, uh, like I said, for physicians from Physicians for Informed Consent. It starts off at the top stating the vaccine is still unapproved and under investigation, which is true. COVID-19 Pfizer BioNTech vaccine risk statement. So, so this is a VRS. Okay short-term efficacy and safety data number one what is the pfizer BioNTech covid 19 vaccine the pfizer BioNTech covid 19 vaccine is made from synthetic genetic material that is immersed in fatty substances including cholesterol and polyethylene glycol peg more specifically modified rna molecules that encode for a mutated spike S-protein antigen of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the virus that can cause COVID-19, are immersed in liquid nanoparticles. 
The drug is administered in two intramuscular doses 21 days apart. Number two, how was the vaccine studied prior to obtaining emergency authorized use? The Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine has obtained emergency use authorization, EUA, from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and is currently investigational. The vaccine was studied through non-clinical data from rats and non-human primates and clinical data from humans. The EUA was based on a human clinical trial comparing approximately 22,000 uh, subjects who received the vaccine with 22,000 subjects who did not receive the vaccine. There's a table, table one on the side. I'll get to that eventually. The trial included a median observation period of two months. 50.6% of subjects were followed up for about two months after the second dose. The FDA states that due to the length of the clinical trial's observation period, quote, it is not possible to assess sustained efficacy over a period longer than two months, end quote. FDA states it right there. So all these people running out there to get this vaccine, they're running out there based on a median two months of data. Hallelujah, people. Number three, how effective is the vaccine in elder, excuse me, adults and the elderly? And this is what I wanted to get to here before getting back to the original article I started reading. How effective is it? Vaccine effectiveness was calculated by observing the number of cases in the vaccinated group versus the number of cases in the unvaccinated group where a COVID-19 case was defined as the presence of at least one COVID-19 symptoms symptom and a positive SARS-CoV-2 test at least seven days after the second dose. In subjects 18 to 64 years old, the vaccine was 89 to 98% effective over a two-month observation period. So they're saying that the presence of at least one COVID-19 symptom and the positive COVID test. And most of these people within this age group, 18 to 64, asymptomatic carriers anyway. So let's say this person did test positive, but they didn't have any symptoms. They would still consider them negative? I don't know. I'm not sure how that works there. Um, it's the presence of at least one symptom and a positive SARS-CoV-2 test. So that's inclusive. Hmm. However, since there were only 15 COVID-19 cases observed in subjects 65 to 74 years old and only five in subjects 75 years or older. The, the clinical trial did not have enough statistical power to accurately measure the vaccine's effectiveness on in those age groups. The vaccine may be only 53% effective in subjects 64 to 74 years old and 0% effective in subjects 75 years or older. See table one. Subjects 65 years or older comprise about 80% of all COVID-19 deaths and subjects 75 years or older comprise about 60% of all COVID-19 deaths. But they're the least protected from this. Isn't that some shit? I'll read this again. The vaccine may only be 53% effective in vaccine subjects 65 to 74 years old and 0% effective in subjects 75 years or older. There you go. All right, so there's four through eight that I can continue reading and uh, what I'll probably do is we'll split this up I'm gonna go back to the original article I'll read four through eight after I'm done with this particular article so basically I don't, I don't want to go through the whole thing and get too 
off course here because I just want to get back to this uh, British Medical Journal article. So again, so let's get back. So they said earlier this month, the study led by Public Health England of vaccination in the over 70s found a notable rise in COVID-19 infections in people immediately after they received the AstraZeneca vaccine. Now, again, I can't make too many broad assumptions because we're talking about the AstraZeneca vaccine, whereas the what I just read to you from the physicians uh, informed consent, physicians for informed consent, where they were discussing the Pfizer having uh, 0% efficacy in patients uh, 75 and older, and only 53% in the patient, uh, patients was it 64 to 74, whatever. I just read. So, again, um, this is going to happen regardless. You know, if there's really no protection, uh, then, yeah, they're going to be just as, as susceptible to COVID-19 as, as if they weren't, or maybe more so. So, let's fi- let's finish reading this here. Similar- similarly, <laughs> a study of Israel's vaccination program reported in February found a similar similar spike in cases among people who had just been jabbed. It found daily incidents approximately doubled after vaccination until about day eight. A survey by the UK's Office for National Statistics, looking at coronaviruses and vaccine attitudes and behavior in England in February, shows why these spikes may be happening. Among over 80s who had received their first dose of vaccine in the previous three weeks, remember over 80s, I just read to you a statement regarding another vaccine that is zero percent effective in that age group so they're they're saying well um it's, this is an astrazeneca vaccine they're talking about but what is the proof that the astrazeneca is any better than the pfizer is there any proof out there um i doubt it so among over 80s who had received the first dose of a vaccine in the previous three weeks 41 percent reported having met up with someone other than a household member care worker or member of their support bubble indoors since vaccination thereby breaking lockdown regulations look at look at the way they even this is a british medical journal but just look at the way they they term that they broke lockdown regulations these people just wanted to live their lives these 80 something year olds man you know what they're not used to this bullshit they've lived through a hell of a lot more than a majority of us here People who are listening to this podcast, I highly doubt I have any 80-year-olds listening to my podcast. But these people, they made it that long. Let me tell you something. They made it that long for a reason. Um, And just to sit there and and say that they, quote, broke lockdown regulations just for trying to live life in their final days is just a fucked up play on words. A group of health psychologists from King's College, yeah, health psychology. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, huh? London University College London and the University of East Anglia have written in the BMJ that the studies taken together indicate the need to ramp up health warnings. Looking at both strands of research from Israel and the UK, it is reasonable to suggest people are letting their guard down after they have their first dose. What the fuck do you expect? You guys are promoting this experiment as a weapon. You're telling people that in order to get their vaccine, they get their vaccine that they're armed in the fight against corona. What the fuck do you expect these people to do? Of course they're going to have confidence. And is the fact that they're actually just trying to relive their life the cause of their positive test? Or is it the vaccine itself? Notice that they didn't even look at that angle. Nope, they they never will. They never will. have to learn to read between the lines. Um... Let's see what else we got here. 
So these people, they, it, it's responsible to suggest people are letting their guard down after they have their first dose, said James Rubin, professor of psychology of emergence, emerging health risks, risks at King's. Give me a break. The research has shown that immediately after a first jab, people are more likely to be flouting social distancing, meeting people outside their household or bubble, and meeting them indoors. You're a fucking psychologist. What did you expect? Risky behavior. They're calling this risky behavior. A YouGov survey in December suggested that 29% of people would follow pandemic-related rules and restrictions less strictly once they were vaccinated. Paul Hunter, professor of health protection at the University of East Anglia, who reviewed the Israeli data, drew similar conclusions. Quote, while it is not possible to know for certain why the spike in cases soon after vaccination may be the cause. That's right. He says it's not possible to know for certain. There have been concerns that people may believe they are protected as soon as they have had their first injection. I'm so sorry. This is what happens. Like, we got a nice warm day today. It's 54. This is what goes on out here. Um, let me go back. So there have been concerns that people have may believe they are protected as soon as they have had their first injection and so start engaging and again he's calling it risky behavior more than previously it's unfucking real no it's called normal it's called being normal it's called trying to live your life and not live in fear these people are so fucked up reuben said that authorities needed to ram home the message that people have little or no immunity to the coronavirus immediately after the first jab full immunity can take as long as three weeks to develop can take yeah but does it really does it really especially in that age group, 70 to 80s. There's no proof of even partial immunity in that age group. And then they're, they're trying to promise people, quote, full immunity. Yeah, yeah, after three weeks. Who's to say half of those people even have that long? The team noted that the warning about the delayed effect of immunization does n appear not until page 7. What? The penultimate page of the information leaflet handed out during vaccination. It states... Quote, it may take a week or two for your body to build up protection from the first dose of the vaccine. Like all medicine, no vaccine is completely effective. Yeah, no shit. People are playing Russian roulette to get their fucking sense of, of freedom back and to lose their feel, fear. And they're lying to these people by telling them they're, oh, you're going to be protected in three weeks. You might, you're going to be protected in two weeks. You're not protected right away. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, you know, you may be protected in three weeks because no vaccine is completely effective unfucking real Ruben said that this was not prominent enough that the fact that this warning was on the seventh page the BMJ asked Public Health England to comment on the suggestion that health leaflets should give greater emphasis to the fact that vaccines do not provide immediate immunity a spokesman simply referred the BMJ to the existing information Ruben said that the NHS should also considering hammering home the message verbally. He said, I do think that this one-to-one -one situation when the person is getting jabbed is a perfect opportunity for the person giving the vaccine to say that the recipient won't be protected for a few weeks and to remind them that they need to continue sticking to the rules on social distancing and not meeting people outside their households and bubbles. And like, if somebody was sitting in the chair... And somebody told you that, like, would you not think, well, you know, what am I getting this for? Like, if you're not promising me immunity, wouldn't you think that 
someone with common sense would actually think about that be like there's no guarantee or at least ask hey you know what's what what are the statistics what what does the research show crickets absolute crickets like nobody takes their health into their own hands everybody blindly follows along with the presumed or established or the promoted quote science and it's it's so unfortunate because these people are being sold a lie and then they're going to be continue to be told oh well you know what you might not have full immunity you might have to come back you might have to still do this and that and all these stupid mitigation techniques so these people feel like you know what they got this shot they didn't get the freedom like they wanted to get this is this is depression inducing type of behavior you know to actually lie to the public like this and wave their freedom like you know in front of their faces like a carrot like a carrot here and people just keep following along and they don't they don't understand they don't understand what they're up against they don't understand what's being done to them they just blindly go along and uh yeah i really i i feel for the elderly people because i know that they are gonna fare the worst in all of this children too children too um they're they're really getting it bad and then the seniors are getting it bad and people of all generations are getting it bad but i really feel on the 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 ends of the spectrum those two ends of the spectrum it's just going to be the most severe um all right so they just put a footnote the article was updated 22nd of march to show that the comment the commentators refer to were from a number of universities and specialties yeah these people are rocking out of here man Alright, that's pretty much it. I am, you know, sitting outside enjoying myself. It is a nice day. And I figure why not just read this article really quick. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. Have a good day, everybody.